Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach. Now, they call me the queen of predictable sales results. Well, because the easy formulas I share create sustainable, predictable results for my clients. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy Show, because well, this show is all about inspiration not just in demystifying the client getting process known as sales, but also in peering through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to help ignite within others their own ability and trust to heal themselves versus outsourcing that knowledge to others. So I'm super excited to introduce Paige Pierman. Now Paige is an Ayurvedic health coach, integrative health coach and Ayurvedic body worker. Paige received her Ayurvedic training from the California College of Ayurveda and she studied Marma therapy under doc, Dr. Mark Halpern and Dr. Avinash Lele from Pune, India. She is a yoga health coach and studied under renowned practitioner Kate Stillman for two years before embarking on her own business. A page's dharma or life's work is to spread the deep wisdom of Ayurveda and to distill these teachings in a manner that is applicable to a modern Western clientele. She brings her innate feminine wisdom to these beautiful teachings and guides women in how to find deeper self-care, self-love, and self-responsibility. Through dynamic group support, Paige builds community where women and men can heal faster together than alone and transmit this knowledge to the collective for planetary healing. Well, welcome, Paige. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, I just love how your vision for wellness is so expansive that it includes planetary healing. I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Ayurveda really is a holistic science. So as in terms of planetary evolution, when we start to work with nature and use plant wisdom, um, we turn away from, you know, the 80,000 man-made chemicals that we use on our body and in our body. Um, so it really does have an impact if each of us, it's that butterfly effect um, of cleaning up our bodies, we clean up the earth. So, Right. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. So it really is a big ripple effect. So, well, well Paige, exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own healing practice? Yeah, so I really noticed that within my community, there wasn't really any mind, body, spirit science. You know, there were energy workers and naturopaths. Um, so I saw that there was, you know, that there, there wasn't currently anyone offering it, not only here in Kentucky, but really in this region in the United States. Um, so I felt that it was great to bring this practice um, to an area that was more of a, a desert, if you will. Um, and 
uh, my personal um, reason was because I healed myself um, through Ayurveda. And I think like anyone, um, you know, when you've, when you found something that's that powerful and healing, uh, you want to give that gift back to humanity. And so there was just really a calling to, um, to help others who might've been in the position I was in um, to find their path. Right. Yeah. Well, that, that makes perfect sense. I mean, it, it's just amazing to me that, you know, you, you took this beyond the fact that, oh boy, I've, I've just experienced my own abilities and I've tapped into my own healing powers, you know, healing abilities that my body naturally has, but you didn't leave it at that. You really saw the need out there. And obviously it takes a lot of courage to be able to go against what, the masses have been indoctrined to believe in and processes and procedures that they've been traditionally going for. So, you know, stepping into that courage and standing strong in your own belief and obviously firsthand experience is really, is, is really commendable. So I love that. Now, I know that when I was uh, bringing you into the show, I referenced that, you know, two years after, I think your experience with uh, one of the practitioners, Kate Stillman, that that's when you started your own practice. But, you know, how long have you had your own healing practice? And has your business mission or vision evolved during that time? Yes, it has, you know, it really just started, um, you know, how people start something in the kitchen. I mean, I really just started teaching yoga classes um, at churches and um, built a small following. And that led to me eventually leasing a space that had a therapy room to starting to have those coaching appointments. And, um, and so really it, it has evolved over, I'd say seven plus years. Um, but it really has been a focus, I would say for the last few years, um, and more just a full-time full commitment. It was kind of, you know, it started, I was, I was formerly in real estate and at some point I had to make a decision to, uh, choose one career path over another. And I really just, my heart and passion was in Ayurveda. And so it, it, it evolved slowly from just uh, small touch points to yoga classes, to seeing people um, suffering like in their physical bodies and knowing that I had the solutions for them and that I could help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just really continuing to um, step into all that Ayurveda offers through, you know, your own experience and your knowledge, obviously studying with uh, some very prominent experts and and healers within the industry. So yeah, well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way besides just making that choice of do I continue with this as a part time or do I go all in? Obviously, that takes a lot of courage to be able to just say, okay, I'm going for this, you know, I'm tired of, of right. trying to balance both careers. So but have there yeah. been any oh, other big roadblocks? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I had to, you know, being in Louisville, Kentucky, um, I mean, all my trainings, I had to fly across the country, you know, get rental cars and um, stay and study and spend lots and lots of money just to get the education alone. And then once I had it, um, you know, it's not a, a, a cheap industry to be in. I mean, uh, buying all of the products that I needed, uh, creating the marketing and the websites to, um, investing in marketing people, virtual assistants to 
search engine optimization. I mean, I, I really didn't know when I got into business for myself, the amount of skill sets that existed outside of the skill set that I was already earning learning, you know, as mm -hmm. a, just the Ayurveda skill set, but just the, the skill set of being a business owner and all of the investments that come with that. And just also, you know, the expense of a brick and mortar, the expense of going into the online space, all of those things took a lot of commitment and determination. And, um, and so all of that, I'd say they're hurdles, but they were just stepping stones um, mm -hmm. to learning what, what it really takes to be a small woman owned business. And so I've used my brick and mortar as a platform to go online. Um, but that, as you know, I mean, with COVID, like just learning all the tech and the ins and outs of video and recording and, mm -hmm. um, and having the props and um, I've paid for a videographer. So all of those things have been a learning experiences along the way. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, it's it is. Yeah. You know, like they say, I think when you have kids, if I had known what all I was I'm getting myself into, I never would have, you know, it's kind of like the same with yeah. building a business. If I'd only known, but of course your vision and your commitment to wellness and empowering others to, you know, trust with, with themselves, the ability to heal and, and gain the, the skills and the knowledge, all that kind of creates the, the forward motion and to, to continue right and to okay well i guess i gotta hire a, a web designer okay well i guess i've got to do this so but were there any elements that you decided okay i'm i'm not gonna learn this i'm gonna hire somebody to do this or did you have to get right. business loan because sometimes that oh. can be tricky too do you have a business plan to get the business loan and for a lot of entrepreneurs this becomes just uh, you know monumental Right. So um, as far as a loan goes, you know, I, I was taught early on um, by my father that to be successful in business, you, you have to invest. And so I really had in those earlier years, I took everything that I made. I didn't have um, a loan, but I took every, every penny I made in the beginning when it was just kind of, like I said, like kind of out of the kitchen, like out of the yoga studio, I, I invested a hundred percent back in. And so, yeah. Yeah, I just put everything I made back into it. I was selling real estate at the time, so my real estate was paying my bills, but the 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 all the money that I was making, I invested back in. So an early hurdle was I was in business with a partner and she did not want to invest the money back in and I was like there's no other way. You can't build a business yeah. without putting the money in. So we actually parted ways within the first year and that was that was a heartache, you know, to right. to go it alone. And to know that if I did that, that it, that I was, I was investing in my long-term success. So right. that was an early hurdle that I, I went through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, that, that can really create some, some stress or some fears to be able to just say, okay, you know, we're no longer in this partnership. I'm going to carry the vision forward on my own terms. So, so yeah, no, that's, it's, it's really inspiring to hear the tenacity and, you know, the, how you were really honoring the vision and, and this mission, right? To yeah, it was a mission. Others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I felt that deep down inside. It was, it was a bigger calling. I felt that there, like I said, that there was a desert of this knowledge not being understood and shared. Um, mm -hmm. And so it really, I felt, I felt the calling. It was truly, it was truly a calling. And then as far as 
I know that what my zone of genius is and I outsource, you know, when it comes to the marketing, to the search engine optimization, the tech, I, I don't do any of that. I, I, I create what the vision is and I pay others to do those things because I know that those are not my skill sets. So mm-hmm. right. yeah. I've been able to be humbled and knowing that, that if I do it myself, I'm not going to have the same result. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really um, just taking inventory of where your time is best invested. So, and Paige, yeah. you're obviously an expert at, you know, guiding women in how to find that deeper self-care, self-love and self-responsibility. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part of being in business? So this is a very different skill set. Do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? Yeah, I would say it's probably the most, it has in the earlier stages and even now probably been the most challenging of all. It's not my strong suit. And I, you know, I come from an approach that, you know, I'll let them know what my process is and what I'm offering and then just leave that decision-making up to the individual. So that has been probably, you know, one of the most challenging, uh, crossroads that I've encountered. Um, it's something I've become more and more comfortable with, but I do not, I would not say that, that, that I'm a natural salesperson, if you will. Um, so I definitely see the value in sales and understand its importance because without it, you, you can't survive. No, you Um, can't survive. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of uh, a donation or a, you know, pro bono work, which doesn't, doesn't fill the refrigerator or keep the lights on, obviously. So yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, that what I'm hearing you say is, you know, when you leave the decision up to them, what that tells me is that you don't ever want to step into a feeling of pressuring or trying to convince or, you know, any of those kind of old fashioned old, old school tactics. Is that kind of what you're intimating? Exactly. I want the, the process to be truly authentic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want them to see the value. If, if they don't, I don't think they're really a good fit because my program requires a lot of internal work. And if someone's not really ready, I don't want to pressure them into something, you know, that they're not fully committed to. So that has been the most important part for me is that they have to be ready and, and willing and also see how much is going to be asked of them to step up, I would say their own games. And I know that takes a lot, you know, and I've been subtle about that. Um, and at the same time, there's a part of me that definitely, you know, wants to really, I don't want to say put the pressure on them, but I, I know that they, like I said on, uh, to you earlier, I know that they'll come out on the other side, a different person. I know that right. their lives. Yeah, you believe in the work that you do and you know firsthand the difference that this, approach has on on the body's ability to heal and to share that excitement and confidence but yet not wanting to have your potential client feel like you're you know pressuring them I think that's what you're talking about is the fine line so well I'd I'd love to provide you with maybe a little bit of insight Um, you know this is a much bigger you know 
um, complex situation, you know, because of the nature of the work that you do. But I would love to provide you with a little bit of insight that might um, support you at that moment of that enrollment conversation where, you know, like you said, well, I just want to leave the decision up to them. That for me was like a red flag in terms of, okay, well, what exactly? We don't want to just leave the decision up to them. We want to support them. So I'd love to provide you with a little bit of insight. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So um, like I said, there, there are several layers to this and, and I always, you know, I come from a different perspective in terms of a lot of people say, well, selling is serving. Well, you can't serve unless they're your client. So selling isn't serving, you're serving, you know, by making the offer, but actually it's more like supporting, you know, supporting your potential client so that they do have that confidence and clarity to say yes to, you know, teaming up and, and being able to tap into their own wisdom and trust their, their own body's ability to heal. So the part of the, if we could just like zero in on one aspect of this, what I call curious to client journey, that part of the conversation where you don't want to come across with pressure, but yet you want your potential client to have the clarity to make that decision. So as you're approaching what I call the transition to presenting, you know, your offer and, and asking if they would like to get started, it's always good to check in with some intentional questions. And I'm not, you know, saying that you don't, but this is uh, something that really supports the potential client and allows you to understand where they're at. And in terms of after you have spoken with them about um, what's possible through your work for mm -hmm. them and, and their bodies to just simply ask, do you feel that this knowledge and this, this ability would be valuable to you? Do you see how choosing this over, you know, maybe prescription or procedures would align with your overall vision for, for wellness? You know, it's just a simple ask. It's not one of those obvious questions like, so would you like to make a million dollars? It's not, you know, I hate those questions where it's it's making the person feel so um, so stupid, you know, if they were to say no. Right. It's just simply, do you, do you feel like the outcomes and, and the process of really tapping into your body's own abilities is something that is... A direction you want to go versus conventional medicines or some other avenue and right. you know it's yes or no so you're gaining mm -hmm. clarity yourself as to where they're at and right. and then simply saying well do you have any plan in place or any other you know processes that will support you in achieving this knowledge and and ability to tap into your body's healing power or abilities, you know, whatever your right. word is, it's I'm, I'm the outsider here. I don't know what your words are, but again, you know, you're just checking in with them. Do they have a plan? Do they have something else that's going to deliver that outcome? And typically, yeah. well, no, I don't. I said, well, <laughs> would you like to get started? Shall we get started on, on, you know, creating that tapping into your body's ability naturally to heal itself? And right. it's that simple. That simple. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So, so hopefully that provides a, a little clarity there in terms of that pivotal moment of transitioning. It's just getting that, that connection and that engagement versus just rolling right into, so this is what I do. This is how I do it. And then that awful silence <laughs> at the end that a lot of people think is good, but it's not, it's awkward, you know, it's where okay. they don't know what they're supposed to say. You're waiting for them to say, great, let's get going. <laughs> and, and, and they don't, you know, that just that awkwardness. I always think who taught people that, oh, you don't say anything after you tell them how much it is. <laughs> so, right. um, yeah. so anyway, hopefully this shifts uh, your paradigm a, a little bit in terms of how to approach that transition and that, that critical part of the conversation where you're just asking them if they would like to get started. So, and be sure to let me know how this rolls out in your next conversation, because I'm always curious to, to see yeah. how the real life version lands. Yeah, I think that's been, you know, the follow up um, part, ha- you know, it's like, I guess any business I have, you know, MailChimp and I do newsletters and blogs. And so there are touch points there. Um, but definitely that like engagement of having that direct follow-up conversation. I think for my business, it's like, okay, just keep moving forward. Just keep, you know, you know, keep moving uh, the train down the track. Uh, But having those direct conversations um, would be more beneficial. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. It comes down to the direct conversations. That's the, mm -hmm. that's really the key. It it really is. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but great. All right. Well, I hope, you know, like I said, this, this provides some clarity in terms of how to transition into that a little bit more with more leadership without it feeling pushy. So, and, you know, I'm, I'm curious here, just thinking through, you know, the last two years, we're talking wellness, health, Mm -hmm. wellness, last two years, the pandemic, been a lot of stress over health and wellness, a lot of wake up calls, a lot of, you know, really difficult situations, a lot of people just saying, wait a second, how am I really taking care of myself? You know, we can only wash our hands so much, you know, and there are certain elements that go into just overall perception of wellness. So I'm curious, what impact has the pandemic had on the work that you do? Absolutely. It's had a huge impact, actually, because people initially, you know, they thought, okay, I'll get the vaccine and I'll be okay. And then, oh my gosh, I still have to wear a mask. I thought, I think people thought, oh, I'm going to have a ticket free from wearing the mask and I'm going to be good to go. Life's going to go back to normal. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, you know, even if you have a vaccine, you have to wear a mask and then it's like, oh, but now I need a booster. And I think for the first time people are starting to awaken to the fact that I probably need to do things to protect my immune system. If I have core morbidity or diabetes or autoimmune disease, then I am more susceptible if I have obesity or any of these, you know, factors that put me more at risk, then it's probably time that I really start to look at my innate immunity and my immune resiliency. Mm-hmm. And I think more and more the holistic industry is going to blow up because, you know, we have to, we, we can no longer rely in a global world um, on, on a, a vaccine to, 
to protect us, we have to take care of our innate and res immune resiliency. And in Ayurveda, that's called ojas. It means you have deep vitality, energy, strength. And um, more and more people, I think, are opening up the box and saying, whoa, there's a whole other world here that I didn't know existed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought you were going to be saying. <laughs> because yeah, so, been so it's a, honestly been a big yeah. part of people being curious about, I mean, my business. And so I really, that's essentially what I do is help people learn how to create deep immunity and strength and vitality from within so that they're not so intimidated about this world and scared and fearful and that they know that they can start to do things about their health and and not be so frightened right oh yeah that's huge and so empowering right to it is out yeah, of that thing. state of fear and into that state of resilience that's huge yes yes it is yeah. Well, um, Paige, so, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I just wanted to get like right into, you know, I'm just, you've, you've tipped, I think the, the, the little tip of the iceberg here. So how do you work with women who, who do want to finally achieve that complete wellness? Can you share a little bit, you know, specifically, you know, what Ayurveda means or, you know, your approach or anything like that, that, that helps us gain clarity? Yes. Yeah, so I essentially do an intake and I, I get a history of what's happening and just like you kind of with the sales process saying, okay, well, this would be um, helpful. I'm able to tap into what's not happening in their lives or what might be lacking or a, a way that they can approach things differently. And then I have a course called the alchemy and art of Ayurveda. Um, it formerly the alchemy and art of loving yourself and I spend a year teaching them the tools that they need to, um, you know, address diet, lifestyle, herbs, um, cleansing, purification of the body. Uh, my course includes meditation, yoga practices. I really empower them with all the tools that they need um, to, to basically you know, clean up their body. And, um, and it's not just a, it's not just a physical approach. It really is an energetic approach as well. So I teach them how their energetic body works. So what I tell people is your, your genetics, you know, you were born with a, your genetics are not like anyone else's, your energetic body is unique. And so I help them understand that blueprint and I empower them to work with it so that they know the answers that they need for their body type. Nice. Yeah. No, that makes perfect yeah. sense that it goes way beyond, okay, take this, you know, eat this nutrition or have this, you know, basic, but it goes beyond that in terms of just the overall meditation and yoga and, you know, peace of mind, you know, inner wellness uh, beyond the physical. So it energy is right. It's, it's in yeah. all of our essence. So, yeah, I love yeah. that. Well, how can listeners learn more about you and this powerful work that you're doing? Yeah. So my website is, you know, love, not L O V E, but L U V dash yourself.com love yourself.com. And um, my Instagram account is love yourself underscore page Pierman, P-A-I-G-E-P-E-A-R-M-A-N. And um, under my website, my courses page is the alchemy and art of loving yourself. And um, that's essentially, you know, my process to work with others. So okay. if anyone's interested, they can go there. Yeah, perfect. So that's love, L-U-V dash yourself.com, correct? Yes. Okay. So that's your website. 
And I'm sure there's a wealth of information on your website. Uh, you're also on Instagram, correct? And that's yes. love yourself dash um, page Pierman. Um, it's like the underscore, so underscore. the lower line. Okay, mm -hmm. it's my handwriting. <laughs> Just taking notes here, and it's like, is that a dash or an underscore? Okay, so that's yeah. love yourself, still L U V. Yes. L U V, love yourself, underscore page Pierman. And were there other social platforms that I missed? Well, I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Facebook? but my, you know, Instagram is probably the biggest one that I, I focus on. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly right. on Instagram. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, Paige, it's just, you know, been so great hearing uh, about this great work you're doing and, you know, you've shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom, but if I could tap on you one last time, um, in looking at your own experience in building your business, what's some advice that you can share with say a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have, you know, even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? I believe probably the biggest thing that shifted or has been helpful for me over the last couple of years, especially with COVID is holding that container of knowing that, what I, like you said, that what I offer is of service and that it has, um, that, it, that, it, that it is a shape-shifting experience that others and knowing and believing so much in that container that the right people will find me. I really believe like it's an energetic shift of knowing that what I'm offering is of service. So if anyone knows that they're innate, like you said, their superpower, their talent is unique and that that really is their gift to the world just having faith and holding that energetically um, for yourself. And, and that builds strength within to when the days are rough and slow or difficult, or you're not sure what's next, that, that you are of service and that what your, your gift to the world is, it, it matters. Right. Um, and that kind of links back to your, your zone of genius, you know, that trust component, right? Trust that, if that is something that you feel inspired and on a mission that trust that those who, you know, are your ideal clients will find you. Obviously there yeah, has so to be action taken and, you know, yeah. one foot in front of the other, what websites, marketing, sales, da, 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 da. But, you know, those inspirations and pieces will come together, but just really trusting that if you hold that within you, keep going. Yes. Yeah. That, that's the thing. I mean, if, if you have a unique, a, a unique quality or gift to give to the world, then there's a missing link and some, and the people that are meant to find that missing link will find you. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That's great. I love that. That is, it's just really reassuring. I'm sure for a lot of people listening in. So thank you for sharing that. And, and Paige, like I said, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from, you know, your firsthand experience in using the, Ayurvedic procedure or, you know, methodology or science, I guess, you know, more accurately to heal yourself and really tap into your own abilities and deciding that, you know what, there's a desert out there. There's not enough of this being brought forward to so many people that are suffering. So really stepping out in a bigger way. And now, you know, through, through that vision and determination, this impactful work that you're now doing as a health coach and integrative health coach and Ayurvedic body worker, guiding women in how to find deeper self-care, self-love, 
and self-responsibility. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Yes. And thank you for finding me out in the, in the, the stratosphere. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. This has been wonderful. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Paige Pearman through her website. And that is loveyourself.com, L-U-V-yourself.com. And be sure to follow her on Instagram, loveyourself underscore Paige Pierman. Uh, she's also on Facebook a little bit, but Instagram is, is the main social platform or like I said, on our website. So, all right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident, and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right, well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. All right, well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Paige Pearman. And as always, here's to your success. <laughs>